You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Visit Solitaire Audi and test drive the new A3 and S3. Welcome to Saturdays in SA with Andrew Hayes and Bryce Gibbs. Oh yes, welcome to a new way to start your Saturday morning, 8.30 to 10.30. Great to have your company this morning. My name is Andrew Hayes and joining me, uh, the most important part of this show, it must be said, 268 games. And the newest member of the media fraternity jumped onto the dark side. It's Bryce Gibbs. Good morning, Gibbsy. Good morning, Hazy. Thank you for having me. No, How mate- are you? Take us through it. We're, we've we've got you on board oh, after so much negotiating. <laughs> uh, it's nice of you to take a pay cut for me too. Mate. <laughs> yeah. that's, uh, that's always a good start. But mate, it feels like the first day of school. Mm. Like woke up this morning, I was a bit up and about, wandered in here, didn't know where to park, didn't know what the address was, um, trying to find the toilets in this joint. It's a bit of a bit of a process, but yep. um, we're here and we're away. And just like you do at school, just trying to find your feet. Trying to make some friends. Absolutely. Trying to work out who the cool kids are. That's it. So <laughs> you've, uh, you've sat me next to you this morning, so uh, and we're looking forward to it. Uh, look, we'll see how we go. A lot to get through this morning. Jeez, if you're a Port Adelaide supporter, are you back? 0427 154 166. That's a text line. Get involved this morning. Better still give us a call. 1300 736 736. Solid win last night. 17 points um, against an undermanned Bulldog side, it must be said. But... Uh, it's still an undermanned Port Adelaide side. Charlie Dixon comes back via the twos in the sample um, this weekend. Uh, and also Ratio Fantasia's building, Scotty Lysett building as well. So, I mean, it's a long season ahead and a lot to get through this morning in terms of Port Adelaide. But last night was a good result. Yeah, you can only just keep winning, can't you? Um, as you said, the Bulldogs were undermanned. And um, it, al- it always is a tough trip to come over to Adelaide and, and beat Port on, on their home deck. But, um, yeah, that's three in a row for Port. Um, some guys... Start building some form, I suppose, and um, yeah, you can only just keep winning. So that's three in a row, and they're, they're building nicely. Big game for the Crows as well. I suppose a big talking point from that is Matt Crouch. Now, we've got a man in the studio by the name of Bryce Gibbs who probably knows this situation pretty well, and that is an unexpected axing, I suppose you would call it. Matt Crouch is in that category. It happened to you a couple of years ago. It would probably feel like a strange situation, certainly from the outside looking in, it is. Yeah, certainly um, there's a bit of sense of deja vu for myself when I heard that Matty Matty had been dropped. But um, oh look, he he'd be going through you know a range of emotions this week, knowing that he he wasn't going to be playing and, and left out of the side. Um, I don't necessarily thought he was the worst crow on the weekend against GWS. So yeah, it has come as a, a bit of a surprise. But um, you know we'll talk about it a bit later. But um, you know he'll be pretty determined to go back to the Sandful this week and and put his best foot forward and get back in the side. Bryce Gibbs Cups is on this week, weekend as well, of course. Uh, the Blues taking on the Crows over there. <laughs> lot on the line. Um, Crow supporters get involved this morning, 0427-154-166. Big shout out as well uh, to Solitaire Audi. Visit Solitaire Audi and test drive the new A3 and S3. Solid supporters of the show, we thank them for the contribution so much. So great to have them on board. And like we said, we want to get you on board and introduce you as well to the full team. We've got Tommy Lyon uh, making sure... 
everything steers in the right direction. Tommy Lyon is our producer, absolute extraordinaire. At some stage this morning, we'll get him on and have a bit of a chat with him because this is a young man who um, has the gift of the gab. We know that, but also he's a gift from the heavens when it comes to singing and playing music. Is that right? That is absolutely spot on. And I think there's a bit of a music theme when you jump on board uh, SCNSA, even Kane Corns. Um, Burls out a, a few tunes every now and then, gives you soap. Just be prepared that at some stage, maybe not today, maybe not next week, but probably by the end of the season, we'll have you singing, I reckon. We'll just keep pumping him up and hopefully we can get him out here pretty soon. <laughs> I reckon, from what I know with Tommy, it'll take, uh, we've just sort of slightly nudged him. One more slight nudge and he'll be in here with the guitar. Can't wait, actually, Tommy. Look at his big cheesy grin back there. Yeah. He's ready to go. We're Ron Burgundy areas where somehow he always has a guitar with him. Um, Bryce, let's catch up. What's been going on? Because from Crows supporters and Blues supporters um, that maybe have lost touch with what you've been doing, you're still in Adelaide, playing some very good football for South Adelaide for a, a year and now a little bit. Um, what's been going on and how are you enjoying life? Yeah, life's good. Um, yeah, as you said, back here now playing in the in the Sandful, which is, uh, you know, I was, once I retired, uh, I still thought I had some good footy left in me um, and still wanted to play at a high level and um, I just sort of had to grapple with the commitment probably that the Sandfall um, demands. It's still a pretty serious comp as you know and um, you know a lot of hours required to, to still play at the level. So once I got my head around that, uh, I was certainly keen to play. Um, wanted to dip the toe in, in the coaching sort of field, uh, a bit of play development uh, and that's how sort of me landing at South Adelaide come about. Um, they offered me a, a role in, in player development um, and working some, with some of their junior programs, uh, which was really appealing to me, and um, that sort of sort of landed me at South. So, uh, yeah, obviously been there for 18 months now, um, really enjoying my time there. Got a great, great bunch of players, great coaching staff, great club, great supporters, um, and, you know, a, a club that hasn't had a lot of success for, for a long time, well, especially the ultimate success. So in winning a flag, um, you know, I thought I could certainly help to you know, help them towards that, and um, last year we made a prelim, and and you know we had a pretty good year. This year started off a little bit up and down with uh, through injuries and, and COVID and a few other things. Uh, we've had some challenges, but um, yeah, sitting at two and three, and, and got a big game today against Norwood. So um, yeah, that's sort of that's been me. Um, the thing that I've loved as well, and I've I've pumped you up on numerous occasions, and might embarrass you here, is that at your stage of your life. After 268 AFL games so long in the system, you haven't just rolled up to the sample for just one or two years just to close out the footy career. Like you, you could, in my opinion, quite easily still be playing AFL. You're in good condition and you're in McGarry winning form. So uh, clearly the drive to be the absolute best is still there. Well, let's not get too carried away. I have put on, <laughs> I have put on a few kilos and have slowed down a little bit. Well, I don't know where since, it is, mate. You still look pretty AFL good. Days, but, um, yeah, look, and I did retire with a year left to go on my contract, so um, I was keen to you know, see that contract out. Obviously, not going to ha be having many opportunities um, in that last year at the Crows. Um, yeah, it was the right thing for me to step away, but um, you know, off the back of that, as I said, I, I still thought I had some good footy left in me, and um, not that I'd, I needed to prove a point in my first year out of the AFL, but there was still some unfinished business there. And, um, yeah, I think you know, having that sort of mindset sort of contributed to me having a, a solid year last year. And um, after round two, when you declared me for the McGarry again, <laughs> I've, I've had some pretty heavy attention. 
uh, the last couple of weeks, which has been good fun. But, um, you know, I'm happy. I'm not taking things too seriously out on the field and just having fun and working with these young guys. And that's what it's all about. I still stand by the fact that you've definitely got six McGarry votes locked in from rounds one and two. <laughs> yeah. They can't take that away well, from we'll you. We'll soon find out, won't we? <laughs> uh, mate, your, your relationship with football now, I've been a journo at seven for maybe seven years. I've never seen someone um, as heavy, heavily, I'll say, scrutinised, publicised as well, that got so much attention, good and bad. When you got out of the system, what was it like when you go from what's Bryce eating for breakfast this morning to now he can go and enjoy playing footy with his mates? Yeah, it, it, it's probably a bit of a weight off the shoulders, I suppose. Um, you do, when you're in the AFL bubble, um, you don't actually realise how good it is in the outside world. In, in, a, in That might seem, sound weird, me saying that, but um, you know you do, as, as a part of being an AFL footballer, a professional athlete, you have to toe the line with a lot of things and, and be careful what you do, what you say, what you eat where you are at what time of the day um, and it, it can be pretty draining at times because you know we are normal people and all you want to do is enjoy your friends enjoy each other's company and and just be be human but um, you know there are certainly some restrictions around that when you sign up to to be an AFL player or, or that professional athlete and um, yeah when you step out of the bubble like life's good you can enjoy it a lot more and, and and take take things a lot more easier which has been really enjoyable Oh, you're a media guy now. This is official. <laughs> we call no, it official, are we? Yeah, it's I'm official. I'm locked in, am I? Because you're locked in. I'm right not on. sure what's happened behind the scenes, but this is an ongoing show. <laughs> no more little bits and pieces. So, I mean, did you think that you would, I mean, you're just dipping your toe in, but did you think you would go down this path and being the relationship that you had with the media through good times and bad, I mean, what did you think of the media as a whole? Uh, it's, it's certainly been a love-hate relationship over yeah. the journey. Um, and that probably goes hand in hand with how your form is and, and you know, what's going on at your footy club. And, um, you know, when you're going well, they're, they're pumping you up and you're, you're having good relationships with them. But when you're struggling to get a kick and, and your team's not going so well, they, they can come after you and you can, uh, you can, it's hard not to take it personally at times. I know it's the industry and, um, you know, they, they tip a lot of money into footy and, and that, that's what it is. But, um, yeah, I I never thought I would end up in the media once I finished footy, but um, you know, getting an opportunity like this, I certainly wanted to jump at it and see where it could go, and um, we'll see what happens. I, I don't think I'll, I'll be too controversial or do any Kane Corns type <laughs> slaggings or anything like that. But, bleach your uh, hair. We'll, we'll Next week happens. we'll get you to bleach your that, hair. That has been done too. <laughs> so I've already got I've already got one up on him there. So um, <laughs> COVID, that was a little COVID scare. That one, a little. The blonde tips in there, but um, yeah, look, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Very nice. Um, now the family, how is the family going? You've got two kids at home. You've got Charlie. You've got Madison. Charlie is almost seven. Mad into his sports. Uh, he's mad into everything. Um, yeah, going into year one this year. Um, you know, Oz kicks and soccer's and basketballs. They're all starting up now. So um, yeah, he's full on. Uh, Madison's two and a half now. She's um, she's really starting to test us. She's uh, those terrible twos, I think they say. She's going through, and um, she knows what she wants and when she wants it, and that's it. <laughs> so that's been good fun to uh, to navigate through that. But um, yeah, the kids are going well, mate. They're growing up way too quick, and um, even though I am still playing footy, so half of my weekends are gone 
with that, those commitments, but it's certainly been nice to spend a bit more time with them now that I've uh, been retired. Great. So Madison is two and a half, and you're telling me it's going to get much worse before it gets better. Our little girl at home, Lottie, is one and a half, and she can't say words, but she can talk and make demands. It's intense. So they start working out what they can actually say and it gets even more intense, does it? Absolutely. <laughs> Louder and more tenser and more grumpier. Yeah, and good. Yeah. So, no, nah, she's um, she just follows Charlie around, which is pretty cool to watch. And whatever he's doing, she's right behind him. So it's, uh, it's a good time of our lives. So and I suppose it's a bit of an obvious question, mate, but it sounds like your work-life balance now is in a beautiful spot. Yeah, it is. It's... Uh, in a weird way, there's probably there's more contact hours working and, and playing Sandful because obviously the three or four nights a week training and, and then playing um, after work. So there's probably a little bit more more time away. But I'm lucky that South you know, let me have, have mornings off to do school drop-offs and you know, run some errands with the kids if I need to, which is, which is really important. And um, it's, it's, it's actually a good fit. So, um, yeah, it's working well. Just one more question on the, the media stuff. AFL players see everything that's going on because you can sit there. I mean, there's so many, even Adam Simpson during the week saying, oh, what Kane Corn said is irrelevant. I didn't say it when he was talking about Elliot Yo, et cetera. And all the stuff that goes through the media, do you, did you guys see it or can you block it out? I think you can do both. Um, you know, you certainly, it's in your face you, you know, with social media and yep. And everything these days, it's it's hard not to not to see it and not to read it and, and be across most things. Um, yeah, there are some stuff that pop up out of nowhere that that might surprise you. Um, but yeah, I think most players are across everything these days, just with the way the the landscape is of social media and whatnot. Are you a big one for social media? Did you get involved? Uh, not heavily. I'm on social media, um, more of an Instagrammer than a, than a tweeter, but. Uh, yeah, I uh, I don't mind scrolling through. What about Bryce Gibbs on Twitter as well? Just the profile pic. I mean, that is some something. Of my, some of my best work. That is some something really work. special. And I'm not sure that was done just a few weeks ago as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if it's a professional shoot, shoot. It's something to do with Adidas, but there's some real, real solid model vibes about that profile picture. Blue steel. Blue steel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.